Well, the thing is, that's Star like, Wars porn review. <laughs> I thought Vader's uh, twelve-inch uh, rubber member was upsetting to see. <laughs> well, the thing is, I plan that like I I called this channel Star Wars Plus because like I plan maybe doing like Halo videos and stuff, especially with Infinite News probably in, imminent, and I'm, yeah, I'm, I could talk about Halo for probably longer than I could talk about Star Wars, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, I, I have started recording, by the way, because I figured I can just cut out some of the stuff now because we are talking naturally and shit. Um, okay, man. I will also oh, start man. recording then. Start recording. Boop. So just for the sake of everything, Big Tasty 1999, a.k.a. George, Mr. 313, mm. me, a.k.a. Josh, and Pretty Seeker 313. Tom, Savoy. Scott, you ruined it, you twat! <laughs> <laughs> Ruined it. Uh, and Scott. So I like George. What did you mean by like your mom was annoying you putting on shoes? What shoes was she wearing? Well, I was waiting for them to leave because obviously I didn't want them to come in to, and disturb me mm. like parents are known to do. Yeah. But she was just like my dad was all ready to go. And my mum was just looking at shit on the iPad like barefoot, no jacket. <laughs> I was like, oh, aren't, aren't you going out now? Aren't you going to the shops now? She was like, yeah, yeah, in a minute, in a minute. I was like, okay, you need shoes on. Dad's ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm currently, uh, as a clarification, I'm drinking because I wanted to drink while we talked about it because I'm used to Scott coming over after the Clone Wars, after we watch it live, to talk about it, and we usually get hammered. Uh, I spend a lot of those talks lying on the floor, staring under his sofa, hiding things under there. Like, <laughs> same as stuff under that sofa. Scott, I legit found the fucking like bomb that you put under there. <laughs> I, I, like the giant tub of that weird. Oh, I'm gonna find it. Because <laughs> <laughs> they kept moaning about me, so I could hide in their things. It's in the soap room. and glory, the righteous butter with softening shea butter and aloe vera. Mmm, sounds wonderful. Yeah, I should use that. But yeah, mm. so that that's why I may get gradually more uh, incoherent. Well, it's yeah. past 10 o'clock, so you're all good, aren't you? I did timed it! Scott, they didn't know when the fuck the audio was being recorded. Now people are going to think I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> 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 anyhow. Any well, the truth hurts. Anywho. Uh, I assume you guys watched The Clone Wars before joining us. No, yes. Uh, yeah, I, I, I had it on in the background. I wasn't really mm. listening. Mm. I watched the last 20 minutes. I um, I watched all of the Siege of Mandalore this morning. Mm. The entire arc, because I was like, I just mm. it. Like, uh, you, didn't, you didn't watch the preceding Ahsoka arc? You didn't like the Underworld? There's actually an interesting thought I had about that that I will mention later. But no, <laughs> I, I did not. <laughs> oh. But uh, what did you guys think of the finale of Clone Wars, or the alleged finale of Clone Wars? Because Meh. Scott, would you like to go first, or I feel no, it Scott should right. not go first because I've, <laughs> I've had an inkling of what Scott's reaction <laughs> was. Finally, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought it was very good. At some points, emotional, it was. especially the end, yes. and like a part in the middle. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was basically just Rex and Ahsoka's story, and they're both really 
developed characters. Yeah, so like it was. They, they managed good. to round off those characters really well. But also, just for the sake of everything, no, this is spoilers, obviously. Spoilers mm. for partly Rebels. I know George hasn't seen all the Rebels, but you've seen certain bits that I know you've yeah. seen. And yeah. Clone Wars. Um, but yeah, I, 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 when I first watched it, I was like, I don't know whether I need all of the first half of this episode. Um, but when you watch it in the context of the Siege of Mandalore, it helps a lot because you are just watching a movie. But yeah, I, I, yeah. So I have. I'm very conflicted, which is going to make me fucking rambling as fuck, which, mm. which is mm. a whelp. But anyway, now let's get. I that's good because we got George who enjoyed it. Yeah. We got me who I I thoroughly enjoyed moments, and other moments I was pretty much just whelmed by. And then we I have enjoyed the last twenty minutes. I enjoyed the last five minutes of it the most. <laughs> I, I was hoping something else happened there, and then they kind of did it, and then. Mm. Yeah. So. Well, my favourite part was definitely the last minute, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes. I, I, I have a couple of, of, of things, like, jotted down, which I thought we could all talk about, but, like... Okay. Um, my, my first thing is, like, do you think that they needed to be on the ship for the entirety of the second half no, of the Siege of Mandalore? No, they could have got off the ship, they could have had a spaceship battle, could have had a little runabout on the planet. Well... What I thought at one point was going to happen, because we're, we're just spoilers we can talk about now, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. yeah. okay. mm -hmm. So, I thought when Ahsoka was holding back the ship with Maul on it, that oh, she I'm reached sorry. out to him in the Force, and he was going to have like a change of heart. Which I probably shouldn't have thought that because you know it's Maul and he's you know he literally just murdered half of people just just to yeah. get that show. Dude, yeah, he was but so like. If I thought the second half of the episode was going to be like, what the fuck those three do? Because obviously Rex and Maul don't like each other. Yeah. Maul doesn't like anyone except maybe Savage. Rest in peace. Yeah. And then I don't know he's dead. He could be alive. Ahsoka oh, could have been like mediator between them, but. Yeah, I'd, uh, the shit bit was drawn out a bit, especially Cause we, we, I, because, because we know that those characters both survive. Yeah, yeah. Like you I, knew nothing was going to happen to them, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah like, and Rex as well. Just watching it, 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 it lost its suspense. Was in Rebels, my, thing like, well, I, my thing that I noticed watching the entirety of the Siege of Manzala this morning is every episode escalates. The first episode mm. ends with Maul. The second episode mm. has them all fight and all getting captured. The third episode is uh, Order 66. This episode didn't escalate. It, it was just no. the same. And, and it was just them wrapping up the last, the, the two main characters. And I, I, I think that's my main problem with it, is it didn't seem to have the same scale as the past episodes did, where, like, yeah. in The Phantom uh, Apprentice, you, like, because there were so many callbacks to Avengers the Sith, you knew the scale of things, because at the same time, there's these galaxy-changing things happening. Whereas mm. in this episode, you just have Order 66 continuing. Like, all of the stuff has already happened. It could have well, just been a double-length episode rather than making us wait a couple of days for it. It was... To be fair, if you think about the end of Revenge of the Sith split into quarters, the last quarter, which would be the last episode of fight, Clone right? Wars, would... Uh, no, it would probably just be people getting into place because you've got, like... Padme giving birth and the funeral, and you've got Darth Vader being born. Vader being born. Obi Wan talking Exile. to Yoda, taking the 
babies everywhere. Like that's just the last twenty minutes of that is kind of just setting up everyone yeah. in their place for a new yeah. home. Well, that's that's so that kind of rebels, isn't they? I guess kind of you would, could argue that the end of the film would be similar to that. Because like the end, she turned from Ahsoka to Fulcrum. Yeah. yeah. I guess it's, that was the... But my thing is, Rebels did that, and it worked. Hmm. Like, you haven't seen the finale of Rebels, George, but uh, you know stuff of what happens because we've, we've shown you clips and shit. Yeah. But, like, Rebels ends with them literally focusing on each individual character and telling you what happens to them around that time. Yeah, isn't there an epilogue, like, five years after us? Yeah, and, like, yeah. we don't know yeah. where Maul went. We don't know how Rex gets Gregor and Wolf. Mm. We, we like, it, there was just missing pieces. Because I, I, I honestly thought we were going to see maybe Gregor because of, of because he survives the explosion on, on that, that dust planet. So I thought maybe he'd turn up with his chip malfunction and help them randomly. Or they pick him up or something, and that never happened. And then obviously Wolf kills Blue Koo. But this is this is where it goes into like, are they planning on filling in the gap for another season? Because there's a lot of episodes they didn't touch. Because I remember yeah. looking at some of their pre-scaled oh, animations. They had like Boba Fett and Cad Bane and like a whole bunch of other stuff and like story arcs that just mm-hmm. they, they also didn't use the new Grievous model. Yeah, and they no, obviously spent a fuck ton on it. Yeah. He looked good for that five seconds I saw him in the yeah. intro clip. I mean, I don't think that if they did do a continuation, they would go into Grievous because Grievous is. I think it would just be like, well, not Clone Wars. Well, they can't do Clone Wars really. Well, no, but they the, could do Clone Wars has never post. been chronological in the way that it's released, so they no. could go back and say these are the missing, the missing wars or the missing fights. Yeah, but then that would be like season six where they just dumped a bunch of episodes out randomly. Yeah, but are you going to say no to them doing the Cad Bane versus Boba Fett episode? I mean, I fucking, no. I'm not. I'll be like, yes, Dave Filoni, shower me in Cad Bane and Boba Fett. <laughs> I want to see, so I want, I, I want to see some Grievous because I like Grievous. Mm. It's kind of fun. my, my. He got overall, done dirty by this season. It's kind of my overall the... point of this end is that there's a bunch of friends which didn't feel like they touched. That was like vital to like the entirety of the mm-hmm. Clone Wars. Whereas I think it was a great ender to the Siege of Mandalore. I don't know how good it was as an end to the Clone Wars. I'm sure they have that really emotional moment at the end with great <laughs> with Ahsoka the Grey, which is mm-hmm. another point. Because in Rebels finale, you see Ahsoka and she's wearing white, and Dave Filoni is obsessed with Lords of the Rings. And at the mm-hmm. end of the Siege Gandalf. of Mandalore, she's wearing grey. And then at the end of Rebels, she's wearing white. Gandalf the grey, Gandalf the white. So, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. But uh, we, we went off on a bit of a tangent. The, the next thing I have is the fact... Right, well, can, I, can, I, can I just yeah. say one thing before you go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rest in peace, cheap. Oh, yeah, he, he was voiced by Dave Filoni. I know. I checked in the I credits. Oh. I, I checked last week as well. Oh, I oh. love that. <laughs> That was that was depressing, man. Seeing those droids get yeah. wrecked was oh my god. R seven, yeah, R seven. Yeah, literally like took a bullet for Ahsoka, basically mm-hmm. died in front of his brains out. Oh, and, and then I'm pretty sure that's her astromech, isn't it? Like from the early se- episode um, of Clone Wars, I'm pretty sure she has R seven. Yeah, I think yeah, I think there's a point. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did you see that they rebuilt him by the ship at the end? Yeah, that yeah, they got all his parts, haven't they? That's fucking depressing. <laughs> oh, how long would it have taken to dig all those goddamn graves? 
I bet Rex would oh, go. I was like, thinking that. Like, did they use the force? So they use the force, like level. No, like, like a bit of dirt Rex, just, like... Rex put a shovel yeah, back on the. Well, Sokka could have used the force to do it. She could have just been like, yeah, yeah, lazy bitch. Yeah, like, Rex do all the work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. On my second watch, it was depressing as fuck. Imagining Rex digging the graves of the clone troopers. Mm. Like, oh my god. He killed a bunch of them, didn't he? In the last episode. He stunned him. His gun was on stun the entire no, episode. No, no, the last the last episode when he woke up from the Oh he, yeah, he killed like yeah, two he killed of them. three or four of them. He killed two of them, I think. It was the two that rushed the room, yeah. That was also fucking depressing. But anyway, yeah. the drawback to my, my schedule. The second thing I had is none of you have played the Force Unleashed, have you? Yeah. I well the lot of the, the mul- a lot of the mole stuff in the last two episodes have been straight up just Starkiller and Sam no. Witwer also voices Starkiller as well. And uh he's just the character of the one as well, the face. Yeah, and oh my god, like Maul ripping the hyperdrive, like, because he's so scared of them actually taking him to Sidious. He's like, fuck this shit. I'm going to go to the hyperdrive and get rid of it. <laughs> Just <laughs> rip it out of the thing. His only line in that whole episode was, you wanted this chaos. I love that. Yeah, it was great. Um, that was another thing, though, is I felt like the episode needed more meaningful dialogue. Yeah, they weren't mm. really chatting a lot. There was just... I mean, the one scene with Ahsoka and Rex right, that was great. Rex that was crying. Great. That was great, but mm. yeah, I get what you mean. But like, other than that, it was just the giant action sequence. Mm. I did like though that Ahsoka looked tired and worn out from the clones, and it, and it showed how many of them there was. It was just wave after wave after wave of these clones, like just yeah. coming at them. And like, because normally the clones fight quite well, but this time they're literally just running straight out and shooting, and they weren't stopping. Dude. Like a whole different. It, it showed how they just had about one focus, really? and like all they just kill her. Rewatching it in order as well, like Jesse, the guy who's at the front. When they go yeah. to confront them, it, like when he speaks to Maul, he's like, "Oh, I'll die before I tell you anything about Ahsoka." And then mm. you get to this episode, and he's just like, "Oh, so terrible." Mm. <laughs> it's just, I, I love that it's just like how soldiers ultimately have to be made to be a certain way to be effective, and he goes into all that whole like PTSD and military and shit. It's great. I love it. I, I guess. Like, I like that. Like sixty six just wiped their minds of like everything. No, they're finally over. Uh. Also, the, the going off that because we see Sidious, but it's the hood, and you don't see. They haven't. They obviously didn't make like a they didn't make like a Revenge of the Sith model for him. Hmm. There's literally a line in um, Phantom Apprentice where Maul says Sidious is getting ready to reveal himself, which is obviously hmm. Order sixty six, and when he announces that the Republic will be turned into the First Galactic Empire, but we don't see him at all in this episode. And yeah. I feel like he's such a vital part of of the Clone Wars. Like, it's all him. Well, it all yeah. came from him. The prequel trilogy is very much Palpatine. Ian McDermott's trilogy, Palpatine's yeah. trilogy. So, I get what yeah. you mean, yeah. It's just like, odd that we didn't see him, like, even if it was just a cut to afterwards to him, like, being the Emperor, you know? Like, mm. this is what it's all been. They cut. They did. They. I mean, they did do that. Like the Republic ship crashing, and then the next shot you see is an Imperial shuttle landing, which is yeah. Vader's shuttle. But I kind of feel like they needed to have Sidious in it somehow. They could have literally had like. Oh well, no. I suppose that was Vader's moment. Like that was. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think so have the Emperor it, there. The relationship between Vader and Ahsoka was stronger than the rest of what was going on. Sidious was like the overarching thing, but specifically, it was their two their connection because. If you look at 
um, all the Mandal the CG Mandalore episodes, it was Ahsoka's connection with Anakin and him turning into Vader that caused most of what was happening to happen. Yeah, and then her not just more. So him being there over Sidious was, was like a nice kind of tying it over that. It was like her. It yeah. was like her fault that he was there and the ship was on the ground. It was all her, almost her fault for not listening to Maul, and that was why he appeared. Well, like also Anakin's like a major part of the series. Clone Wars, and I was thinking throughout the entirety of the finale, it's like, well, we're not going to see Obi-Wan again, we're not going to see Grievous, we're not going to see Dooku, we're not going to see Anakin. We're just going to get Ahsoka and Maul. And, like, those five characters are pretty much the main characters of Clone Wars. But there's... We we know it ends. We know their story ends, though, because of the film. We see Anakin, though. It's true. Like, why show things we already know? But we also get to see Anakin's ends with him appearing as Vader. But, yeah... It was also really strange seeing Vader with a blue lightsaber. That was great. Yeah. I loved it. I liked it, but it was like, yeah. And the Ahsoka bird in the sky at the same time. It's like, I, I, but you can't even see Anakin's face behind the mask, but you can tell he's thinking about his actions. Like, he's literally yeah. standing in the graveyard of the 501st and his apprentice as Vader. Was that before or after he, um, after the Twilight of the Apprentices? Because I, I kept wondering if it was after. It the had to be, no, there. it had to be before. And then maybe I, I was thinking it was, could have been after and he could have been regretting killing her or wondering how she disappeared or I think she disappeared that's and the then moment. he found this spaceship. I think, I, I, in my head, kind of when I saw that that was happening, I pictured like the Emperor telling Vader that like they've discovered the last ship that the 501st and Ahsoka Tano were reported to be on. Go there yeah. and investigate. See if the apprentice of Skywalker lives. Like, and he gets there, and there's like a helmet placed in front of a lightsaber. It looks like a graveyard. I think that's the moment he thinks that Ahsoka's dead. And then in yeah. Rebels, like George haven't got to it yet, but the, obviously you know they meet again. Yeah, um, he goes there's a moment where told. where Vader goes, the apprentice of Skywalker lives. Like at that point, he realizes that she's alive still. So yeah. Yeah, but you're right. The bird was there. It was the sister, right? Like the sister yeah, it has to be, yeah. bird thing. A dip Filoni, yeah. Filoni, but you didn't see its color. We only saw its outline. I'm pretty sure it was that. Yeah. Which is interesting because it's like the wills of the Force and Mortis is still involved in like Vader and stuff constantly. So yeah. yeah. Also, just as a side note, Vader, how he looked, he looked like New Hope Vader, which I quite enjoyed. Yes, and there's no way I, Dave Filoni would have had it any other way. <laughs> like it was, it was original OG Vader. I, I enjoyed that. Um, yeah, we, we did. Yeah, I've mentioned. Yeah, did, did you like as much as I loved the mall stuff? Do we think we needed more mall being badass after he did the Vader I... scene from the, in the mm-hmm. last episode? I sound yeah, like a dick for saying that because I'm like, no, no, I, I think that was more. But then, to move them on it to destroy the ship, and that's why they made him do it, just so that the ship could crash. Otherwise, they wouldn't be able to explain it easily. Definitely, enough. but I mean, it makes sense for his character as well because he's afraid of Sidious. He doesn't want to go back to Coruscant. He knows what Sidious will do. To him. Yeah, it depends what that would have been filled with. Because if it had been filled with just more Rex and Ahsoka on the ship, then mm. no, that's... that was kind of necessary to break it up a bit. That's, well, yeah, that's where I think the biggest flaw of this episode is because every time they've done something of Ahsoka and Rex, it looks like they're struggling to cut to something else. There's multiple times yeah. in the episode where they just cut to Maul walking through a corridor. And yeah. then they cut back to Ahsoka and Rex because they're like, oh, well, actually, this is where stuff is happening. There needed yeah. to be another phrase, and, and it needed to be connected to Revenge of the Sith still. 
And yeah. like whether they show stuff we haven't seen in Revenge of the Sith, like and just fill out some of the extra stuff. It, it again, it would just break up the tension of the episode, but it didn't escalate at all for me. It was like, well, I know they're gonna escape the ship. I even said to you, Scott, like a couple of days ago, I was like, well, they'll probably just get a shuttle on escape. And then you yeah. said, and then you said, oh, but they've locked the hangar down. And I was like, oh, you're yeah. right. They did make that point. Maybe they won't then. Maybe they'll somehow get to Coruscant. And then I was like, oh, they can't get to Coruscant because there's no way the Emperor wouldn't sense Ahsoka and more returning to Coruscant at the height of his power. Like, One thing I did think they might put in, because I'm pretty sure it had the same music, was Ahsoka going to Padme's big old funeral. It did. The, the episode started yeah. with that music, yeah, but it was like yeah. remixed. Yeah, because yeah, Padme and Ahsoka were really close throughout the Clone Wars as well. Obviously, not as close as Padme and Anakin. Because okay. I don't yeah. know if you know about it. There's but a they character are. Who, who's completely sidelined this entire season, Padme. You have one scene. We, when she's pregnant, yeah. So I thought they might show like Ahsoka realising how far dark Vader has gone, thinking... Like hearing Padme say, uh, "Yeah, or the Revenge of the Sith dialogue, basically, like she heard in the last episode." Yeah, and then her not quite believing it, and then seeing the funeral again. You haven't seen Rebels, but there was a really like there's a thing in Rebels which means that she can't realize that it can turn to the dark side. Yeah, she doesn't. Right. So with that, really, really quick them. Yeah, yeah. For how they okay. could handle that whole situation. Because I was like, if she goes to Coruscant, she's going to know that Anakin is slaughtering Jedi. That can't happen. Yeah. But they're on the way to Coruscant. Also, yeah, I they, was hoping that. Th- this is where that. those stupid ass Coruscant rat people from the last arc. <laughs> I, thought, I thought we were going to see. I thought they were going to like the ship would arrive and they'd help her get off if, the ship. My thing was, if they Coruscant. get to Coruscant, one, maybe Bad Batch weren't affected by Order 66 and they're trying to retreat. And two, maybe. The Coruscant people in the underground are the, the way that they escape because they have the angel ship, you know. Yeah. Um, but it didn't happen, which renders those arcs like Stupid. Non- no it's, it's not. It, there's no consequence of those arcs so, on this arc. Over the I thought it, I thought that they, if, the bad bunch would be specifically under Palpatine's control because of how effective they were, and he would have sent yeah, them on the ship to kill Mo. I, I thought they were going to be like a death squad. In like either that, or that they weren't going to be affected by uh, Order sixty six. Like Echo, is Echo still affected by Order sixty six? Is he a good guy? Right, I think that's what I said to you yeah. at some point. I was yeah. like, they're all like uh, not proper clones, so maybe their chips failed. But Echo, Which is how I thought Rex was going to get out because he'd go with Bad Batch. Yeah, but... none of that. It, like the only thing that was consequential on this final arc was Ahsoka realizing that the Jedi do actually help people, and that if she goes against the Jedi Council specifically, she can still be a good Jedi. Um, yeah. which is great because then in the next episode you have Mace calling her a citizen still. When I she's like acting, <laughs> she's acting more of a just Jedi than he is in that moment. But like five yeah. minutes later, he goes to kill Palpatine, mm. and that's completely against the Jedi order. And what does Ahsoka do? She saves more. Mace yeah. would fucking let him fall. Cut an arc again for good measure. Yeah. 
supporter. Well, Mace, Mace used the dark side, didn't he? When he when he was fighting, he, he used part of in, the dark side. So he wasn't like, he wasn't a true Jedi in that. In fight. extended, but, yeah. There's no thing in canon that confirms that he was tapping into the dark side. I do love that idea. Though, that the reason mm-hmm. he has a purple lightsaber is because he uses the dark and the light. Um, but no, Ahsoka's more is a like the great entry now, basically. So yeah, the the next thing I have is like. Could we have gone to the wreck of the Venator quicker? And if we did, could they have done a scene in Rebels where we see Maul go to the Crimson Dawn, we see Rex decide to track down Wolf and everyone, and Ahsoka goes into hiding, or perhaps even goes talk to, to Senator Yoda. Organa. Or Organa, oh, yeah. Talk- yeah, and then that's how the, the, the very, very beginning... sets up Rebels, because then in Rebels, well, it sets up Solo and Rebels. Well, it literally could have been her holding, like, a hollow record with, like, her fulcrum signal appearing out of it like that. That would have been enough. I just, like, there's a hole for me with more. Like, we still have no idea how he establishes things again. Yeah. Uh, we have no idea how Rex finds Wolf and Gregor. Like, how does he do that? Uh, how's are... Gregor alive? Gregor died. We saw we see Gregor die when uh, they shoot the the, the explosive yeah, he, and the, he, he, he blows up. Yeah, it was on a little explosion. It was like a whole goddamn landing pad just exploded. It's like how does he get? Had he been from? shot? Had he been shot like twelve? Like by not twelve times? Like I, I sh- a load of times by the droids. He was like on the floor dying anyway. Because I assume Wolf is part of the squadron that shoots down Plo Koon. Yeah. Mm. Although like, Wolf originally, does... the first time we see him, he's um. He's not even. In, he's not in armor. He's like a bridge, ad, a bridge commander, not a foot soldier commander. So he could have been on the ship commanding from there. But like, how does Rex then manage to get rid of his chip? Mm-hmm. Like, it, uh, unless, unless he, unless he like lures them in and like not and like did it sneakily. I, then I felt like they would have known Rex was a bad guy. Yeah, well, but maybe that's how it was so damaged. They never managed to get that signal out, so that, that meant Rex could still infiltrate. Imperial lines for a little while. What nobody is alive that knows Rex is a traitor because yeah. all of the clones on I that ship died. Dead. So he could 100% be like, oh, I survived the crash, but pff, shot Ahsoka. Am I right, guys? Order 66. Great time. <laughs> so he could get back in that way and then be like a vigilante, I guess. Just like. Yeah. Whacking people over the head with a well, frying pan, taking I, their chip out. <laughs> I assume the Empire wants to track down renegade clones, so that I, yeah. I assume that's what happens at the end. Like Vader discovers the renegade clone squadron with a soldier, and it's like, oh. But maybe even like Wolf just happens to be the first clone that Rex encounters after this, yeah, or something like that. I, I guess they could do it easily. It's uh, Maybe just, Wolf had regrets because obviously from Rex, when the order was given out, it's clear that they not all of them followed the order straight away. Some of them fought it, so it could have been Wolf was similar and he didn't want to kill Poku, and then that regret led him to Rex. But yeah, it's just that the fact there was no thread at all that led us like to imply anything to do with that. Uh, yeah, odd to me. Um. Anyway, so do you guys think that there should have been more? Like it should have the wreck should have happened quicker, and there should have been more. Um, I forgot the word. More Different story arcs. No, more resolution. That's it. More resolution to everyone's characters. If they'd have gotten to the wreck quicker, they could have had resolution at the end. 
beyond yeah. Joker Rex and Vader's. Yeah. Like, the whole holding the shuttle bar, like you said, that was just a pointless bit. Like, like it was pretty clear she wasn't going to hold that shuttle in place to begin with if, if Rex is going to have to grab her. And if you oh, hold it in, I love Rex that scene, though. That. that seems so good. But the thing I thought was stupid... I thought though, the fucking droid was going to grab her, and I was even like, well, that's fucking bullshit. The only thing I legit disliked about this episode was the fact that they used, like, the like the things that the clones were standing on was like a docking bay, and they just dropped the docking bays, and it dropped them. I you thought did. that looked stupid. It's like they're yeeting the the clones about. I would have thought, like you said, it's their ship. They know that's there. On that on that topic, though, I love that the episode starts with Ahsoka turning to racing and set those things to stone. We don't want to kill any of them. And then the first thing she does is crush like four clone troopers with a. Metal I know. <laughs> 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 oh, the not killing part that annoyed me a bit because if if she had just killed a couple of them, they would have got off the ship much more quicker. Yeah, then, but they're well, friends. Like, yeah, but, but rather than kill them quickly with a lightsaber, she let them all get stuck on board of a ship that was on fire that crashed on a planet. That would have been like the most brutal way to die, like dying and screaming in fire and carnage. You could have just cut their heads off. Boom, dead. I just... Mercy killed them. Mm. I, was, I just wasn't happy. I, that, that, that annoyed me. I was like, just... I and mean, she killed a bunch of them in the bridge anyway, so that moral line was crossed ages ago. She, I don't think she did. She stunned them. Yeah, I, I don't think she actively killed any of them. She was deflecting the blaster bolts. No, that was she Rex, was, wasn't no, it? It, uh, she was deflecting the blaster bolts to the ceiling as well. So the hole you see has blaster bolt holes. I know. No, wait, wait. I know. I know. No, it was the, it was the Coruscant guards. What? Didn't they die in the bridge? Or was that Rex who shot them? No, 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 no. In in um, the Coruscant guards are the ones guarding Maul, and she lifts them to the ceiling and drops them and knocks them out. Ah, uh, they were making okay. sure she Maul probably kill killed them. Just because he was like, there's yeah. some knocked out people on the floor. I'm going to kill him. Just... <laughs> <laughs> it's an easy kill. You know, got to get those numbers up. XP up. Yeah. Level up real legs. <laughs> I mean, probably, yeah. But no, I don't think. Rex, maybe. Uh, the ones at the end of the last episode. He could have just maimed them. We don't necessarily know that he killed them. He could have shot yeah. them on the shoulder. Maybe yeah. Um, but I, I also I just want to talk about the fight in it in that episode because I I really enjoyed quite a lot of the scenes of like how how she was using the lightsabers but not killing them. But primarily, the most thing I liked was when she threw them on the floor and then used the force to cut a circle of them around her. Oh, that was sick! That bit was so good. That was so good. Yeah. And also, I wasn't expecting it. She could have like warned Rex though. Rex looked very <laughs> confused by that. <laughs> the fear in his eyes. I I don't know whether you guys. Uh, remember this sort of scenes, but there's a deleted scene from Revenge of the Sith where Anakin pretty much does the same thing to escape Grievous after he kills Shark T in a deleted mm. scene. So I thought that uh -huh. was pretty cool. And yeah. he literally, him and Obi-Wan plant their lightsabers, do it in a sulker motion and fall down to another floor. Mm. Pretty similar. <laughs> yeah. I just, just overall, I, I, I enjoy also the more part. I enjoy the more fighting in the, when he used the helmet to block the bar, the blaster bolts and then just shoot oh, yeah. the guy. Yeah. But again, I just you thought, guys like that. Like, I thought that looked that looked weird. <laughs> I just thought it was like a like the level of like how how little he, how unconcerned he was about that like, he's just using the helmet to block the bolts. Yeah, I, you, I enjoyed it. You've already it was, it was just. It was just different to like all the normal stuff where they're just blocking the lightsaber bolts. It was like just a diff. But they're both fighting differently to what we've seen normally. It was, it was just like a bit refreshing. I guess so, yeah. But, um, what did you think of Maul's force power level? 
Oh, he was off the roof of that. It was Starkiller. It was legit, like, extended universe Starkiller shit. But oh, again, yeah. it makes sense to me because I've spoken to Scott about this. I don't, I don't think you'd finished Fallen Order by that point, George. But hmm. when the exit, when Order 66 happens and the Emperor takes power, the dark side is legit at, like, it's one of its most powerful ever, if not its most powerful. So, mm-hmm. so Maul is, like, high on fucking force energy, which I love yeah. that they could show it, which is why in Fallen Order, I was like, I don't know whether I, I'm spoilers of Fallen Order, but I was like, I don't know whether I like Vader doing this much force shit. Like, we've never I seen mean, him do this shit in the original trilogy. But then I spoke to Scott about it, and, and Scott was, you were like, uh, oh, but it's the time when the Inquisitors are hunting down Jedi and the dark side so it's, is like, it's most powerful. Yeah, Vader's still angry and he wants the holocron. He's he's more angry yeah. then than he is than the later. In the trilogy, he's like he's older, he's calmed down a bit. He's not as angry as he used to be. He's kind of got used to what he is, whereas then he's still really pissed off that he's half machine now. They've also established themselves in a new hope. I mean he was still pre- pretty angry in uh, a new hope. Like literally ten minutes before he went through a hallway and slaughtered all those rebels in Rogue One. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, actually. I mean, oh, God, yeah. He was pretty angry then by the looks of it. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I just love oh. the idea of Vader and like his little egg thing just chilling, and the clone <laughs> like the the, the stormtroopers going to see him is just like, no guys, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll calm myself down now. Have <laughs> we tried peaceful negotiation? <laughs> Fed up of all this war, man. <laughs> so yeah, Peace. I I I didn't have a problem with how powerful all this, but I can kind of understand why you would. He was also scared, yeah. weren't he? Like you said, because you said earlier, he, he was absolutely terrified of going back to yeah. Palpatine. And fear is like one of the main emotions they use to power the dark side. So I think that would have amplified his abilities as well. His fear of the uh, Palpatine catching him again. Definitely. Well, because I, I just think Palpatine in the Yoda fight was using all of his energy, chucking those little small circles when he had the most dark side power as well. Yeah. Whereas but, Maul like literally ripped a ship in half, basically. I was reading and on this and it seemingly just... did it with pretty much ease because he got, he loosened it a bit and then he was like, oh, there's people coming. I just lobbed two hyperdrives out. Yeah. I, I, I was reading I, on this and uh, Palpatine, and I think the theory was Palpatine wasn't as skilled as lightsaber fights as Yoda was. So he was trying to keep Yoda away from him because if Yoda, they, if he engaged him with a saber, Yoda would win the fight. But if it was with force powers, Palpatine just yeah, had more. I, I, I that's sh- another thing I mean. Like, uh, yeah, that's why Maul is particularly a force user. He's a lightsaber. Yeah, user. it's the opposite. And like, it, I think George, what George is saying is, why didn't Palpatine just crush the Senate room onto Yoda? Like, oh, I, I just think from what we've seen in other sort of Star Wars media, I. I don't know how easy that is to do to just literally like I, I know, it's do the hyperdrive. Yeah, I would like, say it's a specific consequence of Maul being in the situation that he's in. Yeah, it, I'm not. I, I mean, it looked awesome. I just yeah. think it would make more sense coming from a specifically Force user like Palpatine or Yoda, who are really yeah. strong with That's the, the Force. The thing is, though, like Maul being lightsaber over Force, I think is always going to be a thing anyway, but. He spends years like just living in insanity and using the force to survive. His legs, those legs were literally held together by the force. So if you I look am, at them, yeah. the, bits yeah. of, the, the bits of material just literally floating around the legs. So I imagine he got a lot more used to relying yeah. on the force after that. But I get what you're saying. It was way more no. than we've ever I'll, seen him do. Ever. I mean, I'll, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt because it's like 
an animated show, so you couldn't do more with it there. Yeah. Like, if you did it in the film, it might not look as good or whatever. Dude, can you imagine animated but, Palpatine versus Yoda? Oh. Yeah. So we still see that, don't we, in um, season six, when he's doing the Eternal Life Ghost quest. Yeah, we do, I suppose. And uh, but he saves yeah. Anakin. I mean, I mean specifically the Senate room scene, like the mm. shit they could have done with the Force during that scene. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. You're right. We do see that. Yeah. So I'm giving it. I just think, like, power-wise, he seemed like a lot more powerful. Yeah. Than like than what any of us have been shown to be previously. I guess you could also argue that the fact that Palpatine was also fighting Yoda during that scene meant that he was not able to channel like a proper massive dark side thing. Well, I don't know. Like, like Maul is just like flicking clone troopers away while his Palpatine is fighting arguably the most powerful Jedi. So yeah. You can kind of justify it that way. It's also... Yeah, I, I just thought it was... I, I just thought when I was watching it, like, is he this powerful? But then I was like, it's an animated show about space wizards. So much <laughs> with laser swords, <laughs> yeah. Like, it didn't bother me particularly. I was, I just made a mental note of it, I suppose. Yeah, on, on the same topic of more, another the my pretty much last major point is that, like, how much did Maul actually know of Sidious's plan? Because I feel I'm like the... it's very muddled in the entirety yeah. of the Siege of Mandalore because the way he's talking in. Uh, the Phantom Apprentice, it's as if he knows everything. He literally sees a clone and says, oh, clones bred for combat. Mm. Um, I which, think he, he, knew, he knew that he was going to take over, and he knew that something's going to happen to the Jedi, but I don't think how he knew, and he knew that that was imminent. But beyond that, I don't think he knew the specifics. I think he, had, I think he knew the clones were bred by them. He didn't so know what had... 66 was a thing, though. No, that's no. what that's what I was gonna say. I think I thought I thought he knew, or at least Palpatine, because he was obviously the apprentice uh, while Plagueis was still about. So maybe Plagueis. Palpatine confided into him, yeah, um, <laughs> confided into <laughs> confided into him about his, his ideas for a plan, but they weren't fully formed. So he so he suspected the clones, but he wasn't one hundred percent sure that was where it was coming from. He thought maybe he thought the droids were going to take over. So does he know that Sidious is Palpatine? He does, doesn't he? Because he sees Palpatine. He sees Palpatine when they fight you know, on Mandalore, and I'm pretty sure in the episodes he, he, he knows who he is. Yeah, I'm but pretty sure he, why he not just them. tell Ahsoka that, like, yo, Palpatine is Sidious, and he's mm. been controlling Anakin? Oh, that's too easy, isn't it? If they had done that, that would have been, that would have been, that Ahsoka would have been like, let's go kill him. They get in their ship and they just go kill him. Rather the, the, than... The immediate, like, Backlash to that comment in my mind is that well, Dooku tries to do to tell Obi Wan that, and Obi Wan doesn't believe it. so ridiculous. Yeah. But in the context of Revenge of the Sith, especially after Ahsoka has literally just heard the voices of Mace Windu, Palpatine, and Anakin, and then Order no 66 happens, and she she goes to Maul, who predicted all of this shit, and is like, eh, she doesn't no. join him. But like, there's two things there. It's one, why the hell? Didn't Ahsoka realize that Maul was right and join him and try to stop things for the sake of everyone? And two, why did like it's not clear at all what Maul actually knew? Because in my head, Canon, he has to know that Palpatine is Sidious because he was brought up by Palpatine. Like he would have seen that dude's face at some point. Yeah. 
Well, but it doesn't make I, it clear at all. Like, I don't know. That cloak Palpatine wears is pretty good at hiding his face, despite the fact they have the te- they literally have the technology that scans people's cloaked faces and shows what they actually well, look actually, like. Well, actually, he also uses the Force to conceal his face. So. Mm, I um, I, I think Ahsoka didn't join him because she knew that, like, once more uh, sorted it, it would just be a, another Sith taking over. Like yeah. it would. It wouldn't be any better. But that particular. doesn't. But that doesn't mean that she couldn't have feigned joining him specifically to try and stop Sidious and then betray him. Yeah, but she ain't like that, is she? No, nah. it's very simple, guys. She's she ain't like that. <laughs> Qui Gon, he would have done it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go on then. <laughs> to be fair, he probably would. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like more children, though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well. Well, Qui-Gon is essentially what Ahsoka is becoming, I guess. Yeah. This but, is to the Force rather than the teachings of the yeah. Jesus. But Qui-Gon's a bit more, like, cheeky with it. Like, he, <laughs> well, he's he like, is. He's, he's, like, like, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm a Jedi, but I'll fix gambling and stuff so I can get my way and stuff yeah. like that. Like, he tries to swindle people and he just mind tricks everyone. Like, he's... What he does with the force isn't necessarily good, but because well, he kind of the chosen fine. one, he thinks that little bit of bad will help balance in the future. So it's all right if you get what I mean. Like memes are well, so, like, the so... Legit love so good. <laughs> Who doesn't love Qui-Gon? A lot of people because you know a lot of people hate him for Phantom Menace because he was so like middle ground. That's <laughs> <laughs> great. Yeah, but like you read the old new canon, there's loads of Jedi similar to him, kind of who who kind of listen to the Force like, over the Jedi. So <laughs> George, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you think you're some kind of Jedi? Public credits would be just fine. my. I guess my last point is that I feel like there wasn't a grand enough moment to do with the entirety of the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. The prequel trilogy in this last episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. To justify it being the finale. Like even Mortis yeah. had like massive Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan and Anakin moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this episode was really just the Soaker and Rex. Yeah. They could have literally done like a like a five minute at the end of it, just like like you said, just snaps to everyone doing different stuff. Like like you said, that would have been enough just to tie it all up. I don't know. It's odd. It, it might come down to the fact that they cut a lot out and specifically the, said that it had to be focused on Rex and Ahsoka. But the Kenobi series is still in production, so maybe that's been developed to leap off this, maybe. And yeah. then maybe fill in some of the gaps that we've not seen. They could, they could cover some of them in here, maybe. Or, uh, or I'm hoping. And they're supposedly working on a female-led Disney Plus series, which you would have to think would be Ahsoka. Yeah, like I think yeah. if it wasn't, people would actually lose their shit. I, I could like, do a adventurous one. I, I could, I could follow that. We already uh, seen yeah, all but... of her story, though. Yeah, yeah we just after the bounty hunting. Other than Quinlan Voss. Yeah. yeah. Which I only discovered like last week. Like George, yeah, you, I, told, I, you told me uh, about yeah. that, George. I had no idea that was a thing. <laughs> yeah, I saw it randomly. I was like, oh yeah, and then you brought it up. You were like, oh, Sarge doesn't really have an ending. I was like. Spoilers, you do know she's dead, right? And you were like, 
no, what? <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's dead. And you're like, I'm not sure. And then we spent like half an hour looking it up. And it was like, nope, yep, she's she's dead. Yeah. This is a headline. You might Boss, which you would. He's great. Oh, I love Quinlan Boss. He's a Tarzan it's of the like Jedi. Your opinion, man. <laughs> Oh, also, to clarify all of my comments, so like, I, I, I got spoiled that Vader was in the episode. Oh, that, that does suck. Literally, last night, I was watching Dragon Ball Z abridged, as I do. I finished mm. the entirety of it again, and I was like, oh, I'm not that tired yet. I'm going to try and look for another YouTube video to watch. When I'm a YouTube recommended, the second thing was Star Wars The Clone Wars Finale Vader scene. Mm. The second thing. It wasn't even I, released I, in this country yet. No, people are dropping spoilers like, like, within like the moment it's released, like, here's the ending. It's like, go fuck yourself. Like, you're not going to get views for that. You're just going to get a shit ton of hate. Props to the various Star Wars Reddits. I didn't get any spoilers and I didn't watch anything. The same thing happened with Solo. Like, I found out Maul was in Solo before. Well, I got Fallen Order spoiled for me. I knew Vader was at the they end of it. They spoiled that themselves. Yeah, he was in there as well. I, I got spoiled for me. Well, I, I hadn't watched any of the... Uh, the only thing I watched was the... Was it the E3 trailer? What, what, E3 I know trailer we watched had stuff, but The main thing that yeah. spoiled people for that was the fact that they showed it as a trailer to Rise of Skywalker and had Vader in the fucking trailer at the cinemas. So right. any, any Star Wars fan who went to see The Rise of Skywalker got spoiled that Vader was in the latest Star Wars game. <laughs> it was so stupid. Yeah. I enjoyed him in that game. I, my fact that, that game though is when he when when you like flood the corridor, I'm like, like, a straight corridor, and he just he, he appears in front of you. I'm like, so did he fucking robot sprint outside on above you and jump back in? It's just how he how he moves in there makes me laugh. He just appears randomly. It's like it's it's appears in front of you through a door that you couldn't have got through. Well, yeah, but like it's like he's the boss of that facility. Like, yeah, but it's not even that. Tell like, inquisitors and stuff. He knows shortcuts. But it's Whereas a straight, it's a straight corridor underwater to another part of the facility. There's no inter, There's no parts that reconnect to it. It's just a straight line, and somehow he got in front of him. Ah, oh, no, he's fucking beta. Yeah. If any character in the Star Wars universe has like a get out of jail free card, it's anything that the chosen wanders. Now fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be able to swim round in that quicker time. So <laughs> True. You know. he just steps outside and his feet become propellers. Vader <laughs> a Vader boat. Inspector Vader. <laughs> <laughs> Go, go, Vader, propeller feet! <laughs> 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 uh, that's what I imagine, anyway. So either there's two last things, one being favourite moment from the episode, one being what, after discussing, is our overall thoughts of the episode. So what was your favourite moment from the episode, guys? Vader. <laughs> yeah. Well, my, my favourite part was when the droid now, Vader. Yeah. <laughs> But closely followed by the droids getting executed at point blank range by those clones. That part was, was quite funny. See, I, I, it probably would have been for you as well, Josh. <laughs> just yeah, I was just about to say, like, see, it probably would have been my favourite moment. But honestly, I think either Rex having his helmet removed and he's just crying his eyes out. That, yeah. that was that. Was bad. <laughs> 
Or, or maybe like when they actually first crash and the camera pans and you see that the Venator crashed into the dirt and in front Rex is walking in like symmetry to the top of it towards like mm. his ship and you see all the gravestones and shit. That was so cool. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, you're right though. What a fucking Vader. <laughs> Screw the yeah. internet. Um, Definitely well, the best part apart from that for me was Rex crying. Yeah. No, those droids getting executed. No, Scott, that was horrible. Execute those dirty droids, and then they just blasted all the droids. No. no. <laughs> so, like, then, what do you think your overall final thoughts on the episodes? It was more of the same. I, I liked, obviously, I liked the Vader part was my favorite part, genuinely. But the rest, and I liked how they wrapped up her becoming Fulcrum. But beyond that, more walking around, the clones fighting. It kind of felt like the last episode, just just more of the last seven from the last episode. Mm. Uh, Except Rex was on fighting team this time. I would say it was. I I wish I'd watched it in context with the rest of Siege of Mandalore. I wish I'd mm. sat down and watched all four in a row because I feel like then it would feel. More like a movie, which is what it was supposed to. It feels yeah. like Act Three of a movie, but with yeah. a lot more action. Mm. But no, I thought I. It was good. Like I, I enjoyed it, and the end was great. It was it was a bit slow in the middle when they were just sort of running around the ship and going yeah. more running around the ship. But overall, I thought it was a good episode. So, do you think it was a satisfying end to Clone Wars? Uh, no, but purely because I want more. <laughs> I think literally any fan would say that. Yeah. Like, they didn't conclusively end everyone's stories enough to make me not want more, if that makes sense. Yeah, there's definitely space open for them to continue within that time yeah. frame of things. Yeah. What about you, Scott? Did you think it was a satisfying ending? For the Clone Wars, yeah. For the character, for most of the characters, no. Like I, like I said, I, I more know what happens with Maul, but beyond that, I don't really care about the rest of them because everyone I really cared about got, gets rounded up in the films, or Anna and Ahsoka got rounded up on her own. And then obviously Rebels tells you what happens to a lot of them anyway. So it kind of, uh, I, I, I'd like to know what happens in between those two, but overall, I'm happy with it. Yeah, I, I guess for me, I, when I first watched it, I didn't think it was satisfying anything. Um, I thought that it was a good ending for the arc, but not for the entire series. Um, but when I watched it again, there's the moment of them burying the clones of the Venator and like the Republic dying. Like it's literally the Republic has crashed and burnt, and there's bodies of dead clones, and Ahsoka <laughs> and Rex is are leaving, and then it immediately cuts to the Empire and Vader inspecting the remains of the Republic. Yeah. Um, that is a satisfying ending for Clone Wars, because that is how it ends. Yeah. Um, it's just the specific things I have to do with the structure of the episode. <coughs> I feel like they could have fallen back on in places and added more in others, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. as an episode, it has very particular issues. But the only reason I feel that is because it's the finale of one of my favorite TV shows ever. So I'm yeah. going into it incredibly nitpicky. I, yeah. It was obviously an amazing episode of TV. Like, we haven't even spoke about this, but the way the fucking thing looked, 
Every yeah. frame was amazing. That every yeah. shot of the ship falling through space was like the yeah. best stuff we've ever seen in Clone Wars. Mm. It was so good in that regard. It's just that, again, like you said, George, it's like, one, I don't want it to end. Two, I feel like it hasn't ended. Even mm. though it's ended, I'm like, oh, there'll still be more. Yeah. Because there well, probably will be. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think even if they'd have done like the five minute epilogue at the end to round off people's stories, it wouldn't like if they'd have shown Rex being like a vigilante clone type thing, I would have wanted a whole other series of yeah. him doing that. Like they could have rounded off the stories, but I would have wanted more than a round off. I would have wanted like a four episode arc of each thing. I which guess- it's time, unrealistic, I suppose. Time is going to tell when and if that happens. Yeah. Because I imagine Dave Filoni knows the stories. He sits on so many stories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's been sitting on the Siege of Mandalore for years. He's still mm-hmm. sitting on a bunch of campaign stuff, Grievous stuff. Because they could always release another season. But just as a side note, also, Disney didn't ruin this with like the whole this whole new season. Because if you look at Rebels, there's no on-screen deaths. And then you get to the Season 7 Clone Wars and you watch Admiral Trench get his arm cut off and then stabbed through the heart with a lightsaber within like, the first two episodes. Yeah. Like, like they, they didn't miss about, they didn't change anything. I don't yeah. necessarily think that's... Like with Rebels, I don't think that's Disney. I think that's just because they targeted a, young, a younger audience in general. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I always... I always I think what Scott's trying to say is there's not a distinct shift from yeah from the old Clone Wars to oh, okay. Wars. they've kept yeah. the core of what it is almost yeah. the same. Well, it's like, weird I, I, though. I almost feel like a detachment from actual Clone Wars. It's like you said, George, when you first started watching the season because everything's improved so much hmm. and they're less sporadic stories because Clone Wars has an absolute ton of just stories that come out of nowhere. Did you not like the Jar Jar love story with Mace Windu? Well, yeah, exactly. But this season <laughs> has very cohesive stories with none of that kind of stuff, and it looks yeah. completely better. Like the, the animation's so much better than before, but there is almost like a disconnect. But I can't complain about them making it look better. No. Like, <laughs> Did you see Anakin's hair? It was, it was lush, mm-hmm. full bodied. Yeah. <laughs> because he's worth it. He, he is. is worth it. He is the chosen one. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say that that would be my final thoughts. I, I like to like summarize it in a statement. It was objectively a great episode, but I still wish there was more, which I imagine is everyone's thoughts. Yeah. I still wish there was more. I, I wish we could get more Maul. I wish we could get more Rex. I wish we could get Send more Palpatine, send, send some more. And a lot of the frustration I have with the episode comes from the fact that I know that this is the last chance for a while <laughs> that we would be able <laughs> to get that. Mm. Um, so, yeah. The season also felt really short. That's because it was, I suppose. Apart yeah. from season six, every other one is like 20 episodes long. Yeah. Which so. so, makes me sad. But I'm happy we got it. It's better than nothing, right? Absolutely. Does this does the Siege of Mandalore like be a player with all of the other favorite arcs from Clone Wars for you? Oh yeah, hundred percent. It probably is my favorite arc, but I've yeah. literally watched it once, so yeah, it's. Tough. I, I loved the Fives arc. The Mortis arc was great. 
I love the Yoda arc at the end of season six as well, where he's finding out how to become immortal with the Force. My Force go shit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Most Clone Walkers arcs are either amazing or like, yeah, they're good. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's none that are just like, ugh, apart from maybe uh, the Ahsoka arc at the start of this season. But, you know. Yeah, that yeah. Was not good. Uh, I, I, it still looked great and was like aesthetically pleasing. So it wasn't like hard to watch. It was just. Wanted the Siege of Mandalore, which I think everyone wanted. Yeah. But but they got it, so, you know, can't complain. In terms of arcs, I think, personally, I enjoyed the Ventress arc out of all of them the most because of it. just how long it goes along and how different they are. Because it just, it's, I just, I only, mean, it's more spaced out. Do you mean her character as well? Her character's arc, yeah, okay. specifically. Yeah, the whole, all of it, but everything else, it's specifically that that I enjoyed. In terms of, like, episode arcs, this is, Definitely up there with them. It's at the minute probably my favourite, but you know, it takes time properly. I don't know, I, I like the war I like oh what's it? Season four and the water planet, the first rip of one. That one's up mm. there. Those, my top yeah, those... three are probably like George said, the fives arc is up there. This arc is up there. And uh, Ahsoka's trial and Barisofi. Oh yeah, I didn't even know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that one's really I good. forgot about that. Yeah. It pretty much sums up why the Jedi are failing, and it sums up why yeah. the Empire is taken. It's great. I, love it. I, I hate that we don't know what Empire. happened to her. That's another thing. What happened what? to Barris? I think Palpatine's got a capture because I remember reading some in the old canon. I don't know if they made it canon the new one, but he used to have like he was like a, a Jedi prison for Dark Force shooters, not the Citadel, a different one, uh, another one. But like, and, so uh, why didn't he turn her into an Inquisitor? Maybe she was too powerful because the Inquisitors. Had to be, had, were, 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 they were taken from the four sensitive children and then the Jedis who didn't get masters, so they were sent to the agricultural centers. So the Inquisitors oh. were always quite weak relative. They were trained, but they were always really weak. And like, if, if you, if like a, a fully fledged Jedi fought an Inquisitor, normally one of the one on one, they'd normally win. Yeah. I, I think that she's dead. I just choose to believe that because throughout the trial, Tarkin was just like, let's give her the death penalty. <laughs> <laughs> so if somebody else is guilty for that crime, then they should also suffer the same punishment. And, and the, to be were, fair, even, even if she survived, she could have been killed during Order 66. So Yeah, yeah. Like, they might have just kept her in prison, but then the Coruscant could have just turned. Shot her. Like... Uh, unless Palpatine specifically kept her alive for a reason, which we might see her I, as I feel like Kenobi, you never know. I feel like we would know by now. It's then. funny because I, I don't think you've seen it in Rebels yet, George. But Scott, there's a fucking Inquisitor. There is, exactly yeah, there is. Same species. Like, she looks exactly like Parasophie, but she has a different face pattern. She's the same species. She's the same species as Luminarva and Barris, but she it isn't Barris. But I don't know why they didn't make it, Barris. That would have been the a perfect way to handle my character. Yeah. yeah. And I that would have all the implications of Soka fighting her. Yeah, Soka fighting her. Obviously, without spoiling anything, we know what happens to that character when they get to Malakor. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this is weird. But, yeah, definitely Siege of Mandalore is top three arcs of the Clone Wars for me, currently. They change constantly, because mm. the lawless arc, like Palpatine mm. being like, what the fuck are you doing, Maul? 
and mm. killing Savage and yeah. Maul killing Satine and Kenobi. That, that. I suppose second for me would be uh, the Cab Bang when they're trying to kidnap Palpatine. Um, that whole arc yeah. from Obi Wan in prison to could you see right. you see Anakin go a little bit of Vader in there as well, which I quite enjoyed. The cube. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love that episode. That one's great. The, I used to I used to hunt the, them and the little. Oh, <laughs> like bastard! Anyway, yeah, I think that's pretty yeah. much sums anything up. If you you guys want to mention anything else or not. I, I don't think I should because that could start another half an hour conversation. <laughs> it's true. And you have yeah, I'm going to episode good, arc good, room for more Clone Wars. Don't be afraid, Disney. Just slap me another 20 episodes. I can deal with it. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, you've got to get back to work if you want, you George. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. But... You don't need to work. <laughs> I um... do. Cool. I think, that's a, I think that's a good place to end it. We talked about a fuck ton of stuff. We kind of just rambled. But again, yeah. been drinking and also there's a lot of thoughts going on with the Clone Wars at the minute. And I imagine the internet is going to be fucking exploding with them. Yeah. yeah. Like immediately yeah. after this, I'm going to be watching reaction videos and stuff to do the end. Yeah. <laughs> Which will probably tell me that I missed out a ton of stuff. But yeah. Yeah, but it's not about what people say. It's about what you think, isn't it? It is true. But I mean, you can learn stuff. Well, I say that, Scott, because then nobody will listen to this because it's not important what we think, only what they think. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Guys, just make your own opinions. <laughs> Don't listen to us. <laughs> cool, cool. Then. I think that's it. It was nice talking to you guys. Of course, of course. Mm-hmm. Always a treat. And uh, I, I was saying to Scott, we should try and make this a weekly thing anyway because it's quite nice just to get together and talk about crap. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we can document it and stuff and keep uploading it. So, uh, so. Cool. <laughs> I thought that was a zombie yes, from Minecraft. Zombie I, was like, so I thought my audio had just like exploded. <laughs> I was like, oh no, we're going to have to do this whole thing again. <laughs> oh, we need to work on the soundboard as well. I was hesitant to use it at any point because it literally cuts people off. <laughs> like, yeah. Halfway between people's conversations, I could have just put in a do it <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's it. I'm ending it. We're done. Okay.